Wednesday, 5 o'clock, Winwood Radio. Discussion of Truth, I am the host of that program, Ian Trottier. Follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram. Handles are I-A-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R. Tom Hartman, that is Tom Hartman, has to reschedule. He was a uh, program for last week. Look, in 1983, this is um, uh, Swiss propaganda research. Okay, I mean, the fact that it has the term or the, 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 the word propaganda in it might send off a red flag. But regardless, Swiss propaganda research, and I, I, you can, you can cross-check this on various platforms. It's not just Swiss propaganda research. Tied into the International Monetary Fund? Hmm. Interesting. Right. Okay. Anyway, July 2017, Swiss propaganda research noted that 1983, 90% of American media was owned by 50 different companies. That was 1983. So I believe, what's that, Reagan? 90% of American media was owned by 50 different companies. Remember, the cornerstone of the Constitution is... Freedom of press, right? Freedom of press. 2011, that same 90% was controlled by six. Six companies. Today, there is one media executive, that is one media executive, one person, just like you, a person breathing, hearing, eating, for approximately every 55 million Americans. Okay, I'll repeat that. Today, there is one media executive, one person, for approximately 55 million persons controlling what you hear and see when you turn on the boob tube or when you turn on your radio. The internet does a little bit different. It kind of skews the spectrum, doesn't it? Well, only so slightly. Only so slightly. The internet makes voices transmit international boundaries. That's the difference from AM, FM. The internet transcends those those boundaries. But those in, in the United States, those, those numbers are just astonishing, right? That's astonishing. Those are two years old, by the way. Now, you can find that chart at Stop Mass Media or rather Impeach Mass Media. Either one of those takes you right into the same website. Donate to it. If you, if you, if you enjoy an alternative angle, donate to that website. They'll send you a free shirt. Okay, I hate using that term free because nothing's free. Established in 1954 was the Bilderberg Group. Established in 1921, the Council on Foreign Relations. And established by was it Dave, David Rockefeller. The, the son of John, John David Rockefeller, J.D. Rockefeller. David Rockefeller established in 1973 something called the Trilateral Commission. 
so powerful that wasn't it Dick Cheney? No, no, Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney tried to hide the fact that he was actually the president, I believe, of the Council on Foreign Relations. Oh, yeah, yeah, all three of these groups are intertwined and interconnected. Okay, but you're looking at 1921 on the spectrum, 1954 on the spectrum, and then 1973 on the Trilateral Commission. And, of course, you'll find people that are part of the Skull and Bones fraternity out of Yale being members of all parts. And, and, and why is the Skull and Bones fraternity important? Because it's a very exclusive fraternal organization and order at Yale. And it just so happens that the Bush family, part of the that institution or that fraternity, uh, Rockefellers have, have ties to it. There are a number of very, very powerful and wealthy American families, uh, and, and why that are that are that, that have been part of that, and why do I, why do I, why do I point point them out? Because my research led me down to a 1972. So a year later, the Trilateral Commission was formed. But 1972. Speech in Miami Beach by Anthony Sutton, who at the time was a fellow at the Stanford Hoover Institute. Connect the dots, connect the dots. Yes, uh, it's spring. Uh, it looks like well, it looks like uh, you can find you can find the book, my book. Uh, you can find that on. Um, Online for sale, like five bucks or something. Very, um, very reasonable priced a book. And 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 what that book does really is, it uh, spreads breadcrumbs of the trail that I traveled the past couple of years. Ezekiel Miami Beach is where it incepted. Type that into your web browser and pop my name in there. So the name of the book is No More Lies, Freedom Reserved. All right. And and that will uh well, I mean I'm in discussions right now. Uh, contract for for that to take another level apart from just being um, found online. Stephen Kinzer, John Perkins, Nomi Prince, Chris McDaniel, David Icke, Cynthia McKinney, Paul Hellier, Paul Craig Roberts. They've all joined this program, and these are highly acclaimed and accredited individuals who all fight for their own right and in their own right for the truth. There is major, major, major corruption on an international level, folks. And every everything I can find, yes, that U.S. Constitution is, is, is globally— is the last hope. I, I don't know too much about what they're doing in Costa Rica. Uh, former president, I know, won um, Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, you know, and I know they don't have a military. I think they're doing great things in Costa Rica. I don't know how much we can, on an international level, how much we can learn from what they're doing in Costa Rica. I don't know what other international body, governmental body, is trying to replicate what's going on in Costa Rica. 
But from everything I can see, the that U.S. Constitution, I'm not saying current U.S. government, but I'm saying that U.S. Constitution, because that's, not, what's that, 1770, I think, it's, I think it was actually written in 83, 1783, but the Declaration of Independence in 1776. So over 200 years old, um, that would seem to be the 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 foundation. Certainly, that the that that the American uh, 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 Empire, per Karen Kwiatkowski, who's a former Pentagon aide that joined the program a couple weeks ago, uh, was built upon. But it, but I think it stands as being the most perfect document in in in, in form of a, a, a blueprint for for governing peoples. Uh, like 55 million peoples, right? And, and I know that, that it's upwards of 30, 350 million in, in the U.S. population-wise, but, but that was alluding to the graph that I just read, that, that there is, there, remember, there is one executive, one media executive, one media executive of six major ones that controls 55 million people's news. Got a problem with that? Do you have a problem with that? Do you care? Do you care? Oh, you should care because you got a guy in the White House that is like tweeting whatever the heck he feels like that is, you know, causing offense. Okay, fine. On one end, like I don't care. Like I, me personally, I, I couldn't care. I could care less. You know, I mean, um, look, an- ancestrally, my, my ancestry is from France. Uh, that was, uh, a, hundred, a few hundred years ago, I, I think the Trache name arrived in Quebec in 1650, 1640, something like that. And then that lineage went down to California, San Francisco, uh, my, my origin of birth. Right? And, and that's, that's, that's from the Trache name. But then, then my mother is English, okay? All right. And she's, uh, she, all right, she, she, she's English. Uh, that's all I can say about that. But do I care? what Trump treated. I, I Frankly, I don't care. But do I feel compassion for those that took offense from it? Abs- of course I do. Absolutely. I, I lived in... Uh, I've lived in countries other than the United States, and they're great countries, and they're great people. And again, the United States is uh, built on that constitution, gives a level playing field for all people. Do I think it was presidential for him to tweet that comment? No. Does he have the right to? Yes. Because it is freedom of speech. But he was elected. All right? He was put in... Was he, was he, was he justly elected? Okay? And if you ask me, the, the political system, Democrat, Republican, either one, both of those, they're, 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 they're both mud swamps. They're both paying to major international corporate dollars. So these big... You know, what was it? Abigail Disney did it the other other day. Came out and she toured her facility undercover. She's the, um, I don't know if the, I don't know if she, she was the the granddaughter of Walter or or Roy. One of the two. Um, But she tours, she tours, I don't know if it was LA or Orlando. Let's say it was LA. And she tours the facility undercover. Nobody knows who she is. And she's appalled. She's talking to these workers who are, you know, forced. I've, I've been fortunate. I've been to Disneyland few times in my life and, and and it is it's a joy to, to be in Disneyland it's a, a very happy place it's a very happy place the, the 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 people there seemingly really love working there and they enjoy what they do 
that's the impression that I've gotten. I, it makes me feel comfortable and at ease, and I enjoy being there because the workers are very friendly, very nice people. But, but on the flip side, she says she tar- starts talking to some of these people who have no idea who she is, and they say, you know, it's, it's grueling having, and this was the quote that I read, having to put on a happy face, and then go at home and struggle to put food on the table. Okay, it's kind of like you know, the parallel can be drawn to like a Walmart employee almost, right? And so Eisner, who is the current CEO of Disney, who's what he made sixty-six billion dollars last year, he says, "Oh well, you know, unlike other large corporations, we start we start our employees at above minimum wage." Yeah, well, California is a very expensive place. So is Florida. To live. And so is Paris and Tokyo. Isn't there, isn't there a Disney in Tokyo? Right. So what she's asking for is she's saying, hey, spread out that wealth. And isn't that what isn't that what Obama was fighting for? Right. And so there's kind of this there's kind of this bipartisan kind of like I'm saying, you know, Democrat, Republican. Yeah, you know, they both kind of at the end of the day, they both kind of yell the same thing, but do do they do it? Um uh, the, the answer, the answer, folks, is is no. I, I mean, I, I want to. By the way, today's show is going to be half a day. Um, I, I'm putting in half a day, uh, and um, uh, and and I want to. So you only get me for thirty minutes today. And if you're listening via podcast and, and you enjoy you enjoy that sixty minute um, uh, program that I provide weekly. Uh, next week will be will be a, a full program. Um, but I want to get into um, if you haven't gone to iantrachier.com, um, what what I want you to do is take a, take a moment, go click on the articles, um, the articles tab, the, the top of the tab, and and I've compiled I've compiled uh, used to have Julia writing for me, and I've had various uh, writers writing for me. Um, opinion pieces, basically, uh, much like, um, uh, well, JP doesn't write for the program, but he's kind enough and he joins the program on a weekly, ba- on a monthly basis, um, to um, to provide the Linstoth report. And JP's got a, a PhD from Oxford, and so his 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 his, his, his writings are uh, very intellectual, uh, into, into, uh, stimulating in that sense. But but what I've done is I've compiled, um, I've compiled a list of links. Uh, again, go to go to my website, iantrotier.com. That's I-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R.com. And, and you'll find under articles, you will find, um, you won't find any of JP's articles, but you'll find some of their articles of, 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 of people that have written for the program in various spaces during the course of the two years. What you will find is a list of articles not written by me or anyone else that has been associated to the program. You will find a list of articles that I feel are prudent to your understanding of the concept of the deep state. And yes, there is a there, 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 there that is a fact. Like, look, the, the banking system is a deep state. The Federal Reserve is a deep state. Is it the deep state? Or is it a deep state? How many layers are there to the deep state? Okay. But as a human being, and if you're listening to me, and if you've listened to me before, you find prudence and understanding the puppeteering that goes on above your head because it's major and it's big. And just like, for instance, Trump's tweet, his voice should be heard, he got elected. 
Okay. Just, I, I mean, again and again, I, I don't. I, I, I frankly, I, I doubt that that was a just election. I, I think, I think either side had it been Hillary gotten in there. She, okay, and, and here we are, still talking about this two years later. But, um, I started this program before Trump had taken office. Okay, so I started investigating the deep state before he started t- talking about and coining this well he didn't coin it but he's you know using this this phrase deep state I, the term's been around for a couple of decades but it just hadn't made mainstream i don't believe until trump and of course fake news same thing okay and fake news is attributed to the fact that yes only six men or women i don't know I, i'm assuming they're men i don't know they're six executives six human beings control 90% of the media that gets put on your television and your radio. That should just, frankly, and absolutely astonish you. 1972 testimony by Anthony Sutton to the Republican subcommittee number seven at Miami Beach. That's what I talked about earlier in this program, on this broadcast. August 15th, 1972. The convention center, I'm assuming, in Miami Beach. Okay. That is the link that you will find under the articles tab on my website. Okay, I've made a list, again, of very prudent links and articles that I feel that you should be browsing at very least. Number number two, and I'm gonna I'm gonna list these off because I've been meaning to list these off for a couple of weeks. I'm gonna list these off. 1976, Federal Reserve Directors, a stu- 1976, a study of corporate and banking influence, 94th U.S. Congress. And I believe that was the last time that the, that the Congress, the U.S. Congress had done any type of research or inquiry into the Federal Reserve. That's 42 years ago. Again, email me, write me a note if, I, if you can correct me. I, please do. Now we're going to get back into Anthony Sutton. America's Secret Establishment. That's one of the books he wrote. I believe he wrote that while he was at Stanford. And if he hadn't written it at Stanford, he did it, he did it on his own after he left Stanford. Because, because when he returned back to Palo Alto after, being, uh, after, after giving that speech in 1972, he returned back to Palo Alto and he'd been reprimanded for the information that he divulged. Like Ford Jeeps being used in... North Korea, or excuse me, North Vietnam to fight U.S. troops in the South. Oh, it's just money. It's economics, isn't it, Ian? Federal Reserve Conspiracy by Anthony Sutton. Here's another Anthony Sutton book. And these are free reads. These are free links on my website. Wall Street and the Bolshevik Revolution. Sutton's research shows that 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 most of American most of American industry built Russia. Sure, come on, of course they did, right? It's British and American, folks. Absolutely. Do the research. Now we're getting into something very pretty interesting here. Weather as a force multiplier, owning the weather in two. 2025. That's six years away. Owning the weather? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Weather weather manipulation. Absolutely. That, and that's a publication by the U.S. Air Force, by the way. 
No, this is all this is all public information. All free. Just click on the link. Have a browse. Climate change and the 75% problem. Radio frequency radiation dosmetry handbook. Social media in strategic communication. Oh yeah, have you heard the fact or even heard the term social media as a weapon? Not something I've made up myself. Story of the committee of three hundred. What? What's the committee of three hundred? Secrets of the Federal Reserve. Eustace Mullins. Athenian oration. Now, 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 this is correct. This is correct. You have to follow lines back through the Roman Empire, to and through the Roman Empire. And if you think, you think that those are the, that's obsolete, yeah, you are wrong. That's my opinion. You are majorly wrong. The Pope has a lot of power, folks. Rome is a very powerful city still in this day. And if you were alive during the Roman Empire, the height of prior, prior to Constantine, you had no religious freedom. Mm-mm. And, 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 and you would be highly inaccurate if you thought that that wasn't a very important element of a free and liberous society. Again, these are my opinions. You can argue them. At the end of oration, the crown, on the crown, by Demosthenes. 322. And that is the numerical value or identification that Skull and Bones uses as a fraternity. So what does it mean? Do you care? This is the research. Click the link on the website. Eintrajay.com. Limits to growth, a report for the Club of Rome. The best enemy money can buy. Governmentaddict.org. Federal government documents obtained via Freedom of Information Act. This is all public information. The correspondence theory of truth. Plato. Free yourself from Microsoft and the NSA. America's alleged intelligence failure in the prelude to Operation Iraqi Freedom. Tim Cake. And that comes courtesy of... Karen Kiyokowski, Karen Kiyokowski, who joined the program two weeks ago, former Pentagon aide, very high-level Pentagon aide. Okay, and, 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 and a lot of these fold into the Hegelian dialectic that Anthony Sutton draws on through roots through this society at Yale, Skull and Bones, uh, which basically means you, 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 uh, you, you pit, you build, you build two sides of the coin, you pit them both against each other, but you've built both sides yourself. You've funded both sides. You've funded, you've built both militaries. You, you've done that. And then who, whoever wins, it doesn't matter, does it? Because, you, because you, you benefit either way. That's the kind of, in a nutshell, that's the kind of uh, uh, the, 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 the philosophical uh, value behind uh, the, this Hegelian dialectic. Thus, Anthony Sutton, former Stanford Hoover fellow, says the American empire, the in, in industrial 
side of it, belt this Russian beast. So then was that done by America or was somebody pulling American strings? I'm mentioning these other, I haven't mentioned the Queen of England. All right, and now a few more links for you. The last will and testament of Cecil Rhodes. Who is Cecil Rhodes? Cecil Rhodes left his entire will to the School of Souls, Oxford University. How Ben Franklin organized U.S. economic independence. Anton Chankin, former guest on the program. Hoover's FBI and Anglo-American dictatorship. Anthony Chuck, uh, and Anthony Chaitkin, Anton Chaitkin, pardon me. John Locke's political philosophy, Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy. Report on a plan for the further support of public credit. That's an Alexander Hamilton document, 16th of January, 1795. U.S. National Archive, JFK assassination records. Western technology and Soviet economic development. Here we go. You get in some grit there from Anthony Sutton, 1917, 1930. Part 2, 1930, 1945. Part 3, 1945, 1965. And finally... A History of the Middle East Explained Via Maps, Fox.com. So I list, I, I, I publish these on my website. Feel free, they're all, they're all, feel free to browse. They're all free. Um, and, I, and, and I encourage you to, to do so, to browse uh, uh, these, uh, these articles. Um, now, let me, let me finally, as I close out this, this segment... Uh, Tom Hartman, who uh, is he's got a three hour program daily um, uh, on 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 various he's syndicated nationally. He was scheduled to join the program last week. Um, I, I am currently rescheduling uh, Tom. But I do want to mention. Uh, let this let this load here. Uh Quickly, I do want to mention what is on Slate for next week. It's, uh, I'm going to take a moment to load here. Enjoy this music while it loads.
Okay, uh, let me see here. Yes, Tom Hastings co-coordinates a conflict resolution under major and minor degree programs at uh, Portland State University, I believe. Uh, he will be joining us uh, later in August. Um, and uh, next week, uh, promoting peace activities informed by peace research, Patrick Hiller, VP of the Board of Directors of the IPRA Foundation, International Peace Research Association Foundation. Hiller has a PhD in conflict analysis and resolution from Nova Southwestern University, an MA in human geography from Ludwig Maximilians University in Munich. He will be joining us from the great state of Oregon next week, an alternative to war is what he'll be talking about. I'll be back then. Same time, same day, Wednesday, 5 o'clock. Tune in. This is Win the Radio for Discussions of Truth. I am Ian Hamilton Trottier. Until next week, be awesome. Chris, how did you do what you did? And tell us a little bit about that.